It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Cliff Kingsbury is the Washington Commanders' new offensive coordinator. What we learned, what we think, following his introductory press conference coming up right now on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome to this episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you're getting this podcast. And you can continue this conversation with me by becoming a Locked On Commanders insider. Just go to joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders. Sign up today and you will be joined at the at the cell phone link with me. Uh, during all of my business dealings with the Washington Commanders news analysis, one-on-one conversations, live text during press conferences. I was live texting with all the insiders while Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Wade Jr. were speaking with us for the first time out in Ashburn, Virginia. Bonus content like command huddles every weekend, all kinds of cool stuff coming out. So get in on all that fun. Join subtext.com slash locked on commanders. Go beyond the show and get a personal connection like you've never had before. I am David Harrison, credential member of the media covering the Washington Commanders for CommanderCountry.com. I'm part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, and I'm here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And as always, everydayers, I appreciate your continued support for today's, or for the show on today's episode. We are going to hear from new Washington Commanders offensive coordinator, Cliff Kingsbury, and I'm going to share my thoughts on everything Coach K had to say and let's start off with where the press conference started off why the Washington Commanders when Cliff Kingsbury interviewed with the Chicago Bears interviewed with the Las Vegas Raiders it appeared that he was probably going to go to Las Vegas but then kind of a, a change of directions Cliff Kingsbury is headed to Washington no like Washington was a good fit for you and can you kind of just walk us through the process of how you got here yeah, I don't want to get into the specifics of the process as much, but obviously historic franchise, um, incredible fan base, uh, the opportunity to work with Adam Peters, Dan Quinn, who I've always had a ton of respect with, with and then the ownership group, um, what they're trying to do, their vision. Uh, it's exciting, exciting times. I've heard great things about the DMV, so just honored to be here. You were a head coach for a decade until last year. What did last year allow you to do, and, and is, does that set you up to be a better OC here? Yeah, I hope so. Um, coach Riley is a phenomenal coach to be able to be around him, watch him from uh, that view. His processes, how he works with the team um, was awesome, a great learning experience. And then just to be around the younger players again, re- really re-energized me, re-motivated me. I kind of got to be the good cop the entire year in that space and um, felt like he gave me a chance to kind of reevaluate some of my processes and how I operate and uh, felt like he made, be- made me a better coach. All right, so that's Coach Kingsborough and why he came to Washington and what he's bringing with him after spending a year out of the NFL uh, being an advisor to the USC Trojans, Coach Lincoln Riley over there. Obviously, he did some work with quarterback Caleb Williams, and I know everybody wanted to hear his thoughts on Caleb Williams. He did speak about Caleb, say he's a great kid, really enjoyed working with him and all those things, but he did not. He he held back on getting into the evaluation of Caleb Williams as a quarterback. So, you know, if you're looking for uh, maybe, you know, a sign that, you know, this team is all in on Caleb or anything like that or Cliff is pounding the table for him, 
in the upcoming NFL draft. He just was not going to give you uh, any of that stuff. And then, I mean, honestly, it just, it just, it speaks to his head coaching experience, right? He knows how to deal with the media. He knows how to avoid some of the pitfalls was asked about the process of coming to Washington and how it kind of unfolded. He also uh, kind of stood back and said, I'm not really going to get into the details, but wanted to share why he did end up with the Washington commanders. And it's a lot of things that we've been talking about here on the program this off season coming into the end of the season when we knew, you know, Ron Rivera, the writing was kind of on the wall that he was going to be on his way out. And while a lot of people looked at this Washington commander's job as not the most attractive, you know, we talked about on this episode every day, as you remember, this is an incredibly attractive job because of multiple reasons. And one of those reasons right up front, is the fan base. This is a fan base that's very passionate, very driven to be successful, wants to be successful, and is just dying to hoist heroes up on their shoulders, on your shoulders, uh, to celebrate those victories. So that's that's the impact of it. Josh Harris is the owner. This is an owner who he knows he's going to make money off of this team. You know what I mean? He bought it for billions and billions of dollars. He's going to sell it for billions of dollars more if and when that day comes or his his family down the road is going to sell it or, or you know, I'm sure that Josh Harris himself would hope that it just stays in his family uh, forever. But whatever the outcome is, the NFL is a business that increases in value, not decreases, right? NFL is king. Uh, in our country for a reason. And then we also have the resources. You got the, the, you got the draft capital, you got the money, and now you're getting the coaching staff, right? Lincoln, uh, Lincoln or uh, coach Cliff Kingsbury talked about having the ability to kind of be his own coach and do things the way he wants to do them and really work as part of a unit. And that is one of the reasons he came here, but don't take it from me. Let's hear from coach coach Kingsbury himself on Dan Quinn and the state of this franchise. Hey Cliff, uh, welcome to town. Alex Fulham with DC News Now. Obviously, when you choose to come in as a coordinator, it's important who the head coach is. With it being Dan Quinn here, what was it about Dan that made you really want to come here and be a part of the staff? Tremendous person, first and foremost. Um, the the football speaks for itself. I first met him in 2012. Um, well, first, yeah, kind of brief interaction. We, we were at Texas and we played Florida and they beat us and I was really impressed by his scheme and how those guys played and they flew around and um, then watching him go to Seattle and the success he had in Atlanta, uh, just the way he, he does things and treats people and, and helps mentor coaches and players. Um, he's a guy I always looked at and said, if there's an opportunity, I'd love to work with him in some capacity. So for this to work out has really been uh, been big for me. Uh, and then just kind of expanding on that, the vision that this Harris ownership group has, obviously they want to turn this place into a good culture, a winner. Uh, just to, how much did that play in the role and, and how maybe excited are you for what could happen here in your time here? That's huge. I mean, that's uh, you want to be a place that's passionate about winning and doing all the things necessary to, to do that. And you can tell um, this is the time to get it done here and we're going to do everything we can to try and make that happen. And uh, there's no better leader than Dan Quinn and Adam Peters to, to get this thing started. All right. More from Cliff Kingsbury there. And the interesting thing here, I think is where Cliff Kingsbury said, you want to be somewhere that really wants to win. And I think that from the outside, looking at the NFL, there kind of tends to be this like no duh uh, approach to, teams wanting to win right but the unfortunate truth of the matter is in in all major sports there are owners who are more concerned with making money than they are with winning championships even though i think everybody understands championships will make you more money but people are sometimes a little bit more focused on keeping as much money as they can now there have been collective bargaining agreement things put in place to kind of prevent owners from being you know really stingy with their spending and, and things like that so the nfl doesn't have that problem as much as as some other teams do but just go back to the last uh major move in the national football league the rams moving from st louis to los angeles one of the stipulations to the rams moving to los angeles the nfl wanted to know 
that Stan Kroenke, the owner of the St. Louis Rams at the time, moved to Los Angeles, was all in on making sure the Rams were going to become a championship team. And that's why you kind of saw them take that approach. They did be really aggressive draft or uh, trade a lot of draft capital to go build a winner and, and eventually end up winning a Super Bowl. So, you know, if the possibility of an owner being more in for money than for winning wasn't there, the NFL wouldn't feel the need to make sure that they are on the same page with an owner uh, doing a move like that. You know, that it's not just about the money. So, you know, I think that is very important. So I don't think that's something that should be taken lightly. I think it's a big reason why Adam Peters came here. I think it's a big reason why Dan Quinn ends up here. And you hear Coach Kingsbury talk about his first interaction with Dan Quinn back when Kingsbury was in Texas A&M. Quinn was at Florida. Um, some heavy Florida Gator flavors here on this coaching staff. Uh, so if you're a Florida Gator fan, you're probably pretty happy with what's happening in Washington. But, you know, just going all the way back there, and that's just kind of a one brief, you know, uh, inter- interaction, but the weights that it had on Coach Kingsbury and him eventually wanting to come here. And then, of course, uh, they go to the NFL together. And Dan Quinn mentioned kind of playing against them. Uh, over the years and always thinking like, man, that dude's really hard to beat as a, as an offensive mind. So when you have that kind of a person on the opposite sideline, it makes you kind of want to be uh, involved with what they're doing. So we end up with Dan Quinn. We end up with Cliff Kingsbury here in Washington. So we know who the people are. Now we're getting to start to know them just a little bit. What did Cliff Kingsbury share with us about his mindset and his thought on how he wants his players to play? That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by DoorDash. What a football season we just went through. We had another exciting one right around the corner, and certainly things look like they're going up for the Washington Commanders. And DoorDash went all out on game day, and DoorDash stuff from the ads to one lucky winner. They got cars, snacks, even tax software, and somehow they pulled it all off. I'm a little bummed that it wasn't me, but it was one heck of a delivery. DoorDash is the all-in-one app for your everyday needs from restaurants and groceries to flowers and gifts. So next time you're running low on dinner ideas, pet supplies, or just time, you can get so much more than you realized delivered. Whatever your watch party or anything party needs you have coming up, get it delivered with DoorDash. Football season may be over, but we're in the thick of the NBA season, the school year, and let's face it, winter. I can think of a million reasons daily to order DoorDash, so hop on the app and make your day a little bit easier. Get dinner for tonight, groceries for the week, or a consolation prize for your sad friends in San Francisco, all of it on DoorDash. DoorDash, your door to more. Head to the DoorDash app to get everything you need delivered. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Continuing on now to today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Thanks again for making a Locked On Commanders. First listener, first view today and every day. Every dayers, make sure you come back tomorrow. And I mean tomorrow, Saturday. I'm dropping this same episode about Joe Witt Jr. We will break down Joe Witt Jr.'s introductory press conference and go over some thoughts and some ideas 
from his conversation. Locked On has also launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with your local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Today, Locked On Sports Today on YouTube, and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, so we heard a little bit from Coach Kingsbury about why Washington, why Dan Quinn, what it means to him, what he's excited for. But now let's hear a little bit of his take on his offensive mindset. Coach Tandy Waller, Bowie Television. Um, what do you think there, what are some of the key attributes an offense needs to have in order to be successful in this league? Yeah, first and foremost, being able to adapt to your personnel, um, do what you do best and don't ask them to do things they can't do. And uh, we have a staff that is all in agreement on that and takes pride in that. So we're, we're going to build this thing together and be collaborative as we put it together and just make sure we're putting our guys in the best situation possible. Um, you got to be able to, you know, run the football in four minutes and you got to be able to throw it in two minutes. And you saw that game come down to it a couple of times the other night. Um, that's how these games come down to. And, and so um, more than anything, just making sure we're. Cliff John Kime, ESPN. Coach Tandy Waller, Bowie Television. Um, what do you think there? What are some of the key attributes an offense needs to have in order to be successful in this league? Yeah, first and foremost, being able to adapt to your personnel, um, do what you do best, and don't ask them to do things they can't do. And uh, we have a staff that is all in agreement on that and takes pride in that. So we're, we're going to build this thing together and be collaborative as we put it together and just make sure we're putting our guys in the best situation possible. Um, you got to be able to, you know, run the football in four minutes and you got to be able to throw it in two minutes. And you saw that game come down to it a couple of times the other night. Um, that's how these games come down to. And, and so um, more than anything, just making sure we're putting those position, those players in a position to be successful. Hey coach, uh, Donna Hopkins, pro football plus this league waits for nobody. When you look at your qualities and your strengths and everything and your to jumpstart this offense right quick, what do you think those things are? Um, probably number one, I, I don't know what I don't know. You know, I'm not afraid to ask questions and learn from these other guys. And if there's a better way to do it, we're going to do it that way. Um, I'm big on evolving each and every year doing breakdowns of the top college offenses, pro offense. What are they doing? How can we make that fit? Um, and I think that's what it's about. You know, the defense is always, uh, trying to catch up and it's a cyclical game. And if, if you kind of staying stagnant and not progressing and not evolving and you're drill work and your scheme and your uh, coaching practice, then they're going to catch up to you. All right. More from Cliff Kingsbury there. And I think that what the the first thing that really kind of stands out there is the ability to adapt and to, to continue to be uh, someone who develops their scheme and, and develops based off what the opponents are doing. That's something that we heard from Dan Quinn as well. And I think that's something you want to hear from every coach, whether it be a head coach, a coordinator, even a position coach, you always want to hear that someone is willing to take input, right? Whether it be, getting your butt kicked on Sunday, that's input, right? That's that's a team that took advantage of you and your weaknesses. So what did they take advantage of? Grow those or find a way to hide those from your next opponent or from the players and other coaches themselves. And and, and that's kind of the message of the offseason is a very big collaborative effort here, not just from the top down, but also from within the coaching staff uh, amongst each other. And we'll hear a little bit more on that collaborative effort within the coaching staff, but let's get into more of what Cliff Kingsbury said. I really liked how you talked about adapting to his personnel. Now that doesn't mean that we're just going to go willy nilly, go grab whoever we can get and we'll do things, you know, based off what they can do. You certainly still have kind of the prototypes or kind of the checklist of what you want on your roster. Cliff was asked specifically about the quarterback position and here's what he had to say. So much of your life has been playing and then coaching the quarterback position. What is, if, if there's a roadmap for developing a young quarterback, what does that look like? 
First off, you got to have talented players to work with. There's no doubt. I've been very fortunate to be around some really good players, good people, but I just try to figure out what makes them tick. Um, everybody's different. Everybody learns differently. Everybody processes differently, likes different plays, um, sees the game differently. So I really try to get to the uh, bottom of who they are as a person, who they are as a player and, and build it around them. Scott Abraham, ABC seven, uh, Cliff Logman to Washington. I guess when you look at today's NFL, what type of quarterback, like the ideal fit, the characteristics, the traits that you want to work with here in Washington? Uh, the Chiefs quarterback. That'd help. <laughs> uh, no, um, I do think the game, as you can see, you watch those guys, Brock and him at the end, like when the money's on the table, you got to be able to make some plays um, with your feet, move around enough to escape a bad play. And it doesn't mean you got to run like Lamar or Kyler Murray, but you better be able to move a little bit and um, buy yourself some time because the, the D line, the rushes, the defense these days are so good. And, and then the intangibles, you know, you want that player to be the hardest worker on your team. You want him to lead those guys um, each and every day when, when he shows up in the building, you want him to lift the building up. And um, that's why those guys make the type of money they do. All right. This Cliff Kingsbury on the quarterback position specifically. And I think it's really interesting to hear him talk about wanting the quarterback to be the most, the hardest working player uh, in the building. I think that's really, that's really kind of indicative of where the quarterback position has gone to. Uh, you know, it, it, there, there have been plenty of teams in the NFL. I say plenty, but there have been enough teams in the NFL that have won Super Bowls without, you know, elite quarterback play. Trent Dilfer has, has a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. Even Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. Brad Johnson with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? But for the most part, when you look around the league, your 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 best teams and your teams that are consistently in contention for a Super Bowl not only have good defenses, but also have one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. That's hard. To, you can't deny that fact. However, uh, right now, it looks like the days of Tom Brady's, Peyton Manning's, uh, Eli Manning's, those guys, those days are kind of disappearing, right? And it used to be that escapability and the ability to, to extend a play from within the pocket, escape the pocket if you need to and do all those things was, and it was an advantage. It was a desirable, but now it's basically a requirement. And that's kind of what Cliff Kingsbury said, you know, tongue in cheek, he's talking about having Patrick Mahomes, but really that is what today's NFL quarterback needs to be. Because like Cliff said, these defenses are getting smarter and smarter. And they're getting more and more aggressive. And these players that are coming out of the college level are more and more athletic. Speaking of athletic and speaking of mobile quarterbacks, the question that a lot of people have had is whether or not Cliff Kingsbury's air raid offense would work in the National Football League. Again, a lot of people look at Arizona and say it didn't work there. Why would it work here? He's already talked about running the ball, which I hope a lot of you guys you guys noticed when you heard that that previous clip. But here is Cliff Kingsbury specifically on his quote unquote air raid scheme. Cliff, John Kime, ESPN. Everybody talks about the air raid offense. How has that evolved for you from the time you're in college to Arizona to now? Yeah, at Texas Tech, um, University of Houston, you know, we had Case Keenum and Patrick Mahomes, so we were throwing it a ton, and it was spread offense just like a lot of those are. You get to the NFL, you, you learn the nature of that game and, and the different personnel groups and um, the matchups and, and things like that, and I'm not sure where we were on on pass percentage my last three years there, but I, I know it wasn't at the top. Um, so we want to be balanced. We want to be able to run the football and, and uh, play action pass and um, really do whatever it takes to win. But the air raid deal is is – you know, I'm honored to be a part of that because it was Mike Leach and I have a tremendous amount of respect for him, but uh, I wouldn't categorize anything we do 
under that name. All right. So again, a lot of people's concerns about Cliff Kingsbury coming in to be the offensive coordinator here in Washington is that he's overly pass happy, uh, which is exactly what we just saw essentially from Eric Bieniemy's scheme uh, just one year ago, and that with a, a young quarterback, you know, probably a rookie quarterback coming in, not a very advantageous situation to put a young quarterback in. But you hear from the man himself, you know what I mean? It, it's and he's right. Like back in Arizona, they didn't rank at the top of the league in pass attempts. In fact, they were they were near the top of the league more than a couple times in rush attempts. You know what I mean? So uh, James Conner had a couple of really good years under Cliff Kingsbury as the head coach and play caller there for the offense. So I'm not too worried about it. Plus, you talk about the addition of a guy like Anthony Lynn as the team's run game coordinator. I said it on Twitter. I've said it already on this show every day. As you heard me say this before, you don't bring in Anthony Lynn if you don't plan on running the ball. How is that collaborative effort going to work with a new run game coordinator? We'll hear from Cliff Kingsbury about that coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Nissan. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be right around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drivers and great escapes. They've got classic, exclusive, Google built in. It's always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Gone are the days of having to connect your phone with Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store, all built right into your 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. It is always there when you need it. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect mid-size crossover for your next adventure, but Nissan's incredible lineup also includes the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder, which has room for up to eight people, an expansive cargo capacity, and advanced available 4x4 capability. It's got 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds towing when adventure calls the Pathfinder is there to answer. So take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. ShopNissanUSA.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Commander, we're going over Cliff Kingsbury's introductory press conference, and I'm giving you some thoughts on what Coach Kingsbury had to tell us on Thursday here. And we will do the same thing for Coach Joe Witt, the defense coordinator of your Washington Commanders. That episode will be dropping on Saturday, so you get a bonus episode this week to cover all of that good stuff. And then insiders, we got a command huddle coming on Saturday too. So for for insiders, you're getting three episodes this weekend. Whole lots of stuff going on around the Washington Commanders. And oh, by the way, we're about a week away from the NFL scouting combine. So things are only going to keep going from here. Now with uh, some of the concern about coach Kingsbury and his history and, and all that stuff uh, we've been talking about it. And some of the countering of, of confirmation biases, the addition of all of these coaches, you know what I mean? That we brought in uh, a lot of coaches to Washington that are, that are coming from different walks of life, different teams, different schemes, different levels of experience, head coaches. Uh, and one of those recent additions, Anthony Lynn, uh, came from the San Francisco 49ers staff, former head coach himself. He is going to be the run game coordinator for Cliff Kingsbury, who you hear it himself. He talked about running the ball in four-minute situations. He talked about being a balanced offense. But now, 
Let's hear what he has to say about Anthony Lynn specifically and the running back coordinator position. Hey, Cliff, uh, Ben Standig with The Athletic. Welcome to town. Um, how much say did you have in the other hires on offense? And what's the challenge of putting together all these you know, people coming coming together for mostly for the first time? Yeah, it's, it's always a challenge, but it's exciting. Uh, it was a collaborative effort with Dan, obviously, and, and Adam. Um, we want to bring a bunch of, you know, high character people and, and good football coaches. And we have some former head coaches and, um, former offense coordinators. And, and, um, so I'm excited to put the offense together. I, I think anytime you get a chance to reinstall your offense, you can be more efficient with your processes and, and your verbiage and, and your play calls and your scheme. And so we're going to all dive into it and, um, figure out kind of what we do best personnel wise and, and grow up from there. Hey coach David Harrison, sports Illustrated. Welcome to DC. Um, run game coordinator can mean a little bit of a different thing to a lot of different people. Can you share anything about Anthony Lynn's role uh, within the staff? Excited about Anthony. He's been a, a head coach. Um, another Texas tech red Raider, which you can't have enough for those rocket scientists on the staff. Um, so we're going to, see where it fits in. You know, he's had a tremendous track record with running backs and um, run schemes and things like that. And um, so that'll be a big part of his his role. But once again, it's be collaborative. We're still figuring out how it all fits um, in that way. But to have a guy like that, a football mind like that, a leader like that is, is huge for us. All right. More talk about collaboration. And honestly, guys, I mean, from the from the jump, you know, I mean, Josh Harris brought in Bob Myers, he brought in Rick Spielman. Like th this whole effort has been collaborative and they're looking to go out there and find people who want to be collaborative. There's no, you know, people always say there's no egos in the room. There's always egos. The human, every human being has an ego. Everybody's born with it. Nobody is so special that you just don't have one. The, the key is putting your ego in check, right? And that's pretty much the message across the board. And, and everybody is echoing that message here. So again, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And the action, right? Cliff Kingsbury, uh, whether you believe him or not, like that, that's the message being spoken is we're collaborating, right? There's there's coordinators here, there's coaches over here, and everybody is going to be doing this in unison. This isn't going to be one guy on any level of the operation. Um, and I think the key there is no, there's no single uh, points of failure, right? When you have one person who's just in charge of everything for one part of an operation, then you have a single point of failure. So when that person fails, the entire operation fails. In this in instance, it looks like they're building a coaching staff out that's going to be supportive of everybody, collective of everybody. There's going to be one brain, you know, that ultimately makes the final decision. But at the end of the day, that decision is being made with a whole lot of input, a whole lot of information. And, you know, uh, could it reach the levels of too much information? Certainly. But, you know, that's going to be part of the dance that they're going to have to figure out as they go, go through. But certainly some things to be impressed about, some things to be excited about. If you're still kind of holding him back on getting excited about Cliff Kingsbury as the office coordinator again, I get it. I started off this process with an episode talking about my concerns about the hire. And I've since kind of been doing my work to, to find ways to combat my own concerns. And I'm pretty confident now. Like I feel pretty, I'm not saying I'm like through the roof about it, but I definitely have a much better outlook on uh, this whole experience than, than I did when the, the hiring first got announced. But the thing about it, you need to understand inside these circles is Cliff Kingsbury, whether Arizona worked out, you know, whatever his college record was, he's well-respected uh, around, uh, around football circles, not just NFL circles, but football circles, including Patrick Mahomes. And then one coach that I've gotten to know pretty well over the last couple of years. Welcome to town coach, uh, Delsman Purnell, WUSA nine, um, heading into the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league right now. He complimented you said he would not be where he is today. If it were not for you, how hearing that, how does that make you feel? And what did you see in Patrick Mahomes coming out of high school that a lot of other coaches did not? 
Yeah, I just every time I would watch him, he was the best player on the field by far. And he, he put the team on his back and he did whatever it took to win. Uh, you see the competitive nature just like the other night. I don't think anybody here thought he was going to lose when he got that ball back. And it was the same deal in high school. It's like he knew he was going to find a way to win. And it didn't look traditional. And he'd shuffle back and kind of just move around and make plays. But he was the best player. And um you know, I, I kind of stayed out of his way a little bit in college. I didn't want to take that away from him ever because that's what he did great. We tried to polish some things, but to watch what he's become and just the person he is, I tell everybody that's his greatest superpower is the person, even with all the freaky talent. He, he's such a great person. Uh, the way he treats people, the way he handles his teammates, it's just phenomenal. And then Wisconsin offense coordinator Phil Longo uh, called you one of those profound offensive minds in the game, and you had a, had a big impact on his own mindset. Uh, who's someone like that in your career that you look at it in that way? Yeah, you know, Kevin Selman um, is a guy who gave me an opportunity to, to coach and kind of do it my way and, and just let me have the reins from an early age. So he's a guy that um, I have a tremendous amount of respect for and taught me a lot about leadership and, and scheme and, um, you know, how to be a coach. All right, so there's Coach Coach Kingsbury. I don't know why. It's such a tongue twister. Eventually, I'll get it right, guys. Um, Coach Kingsbury uh, getting some praise from people and then also sharing some praise from people. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, the the main theme I think we get from Coach Kingsbury here is it's people, right? It's a people business. It's, this is, you know, we talk X's and O's. We talk points. We talk win-loss records and all that stuff. But really what it boils down to is people helping people, people working together with each other and putting each other in the best position to be successful. So the right things are being said. Now, truth be told, the right things were said this time last year as well. And obviously, when it came time to put on the football field, uh, what we were sold is not what we got. So if you're still kind of uh, apprehensive about it, I get it. You know what I mean? I totally get it. But if the but all we can do right now is have faith in people's ability to tell us the truth and not and hopefully right not disbelieve them until they give us a reason to disbelieve them. If, they, if, if trust me, if they're not being truthful, the evidence is going to present itself. We don't need to go looking for it. So for right now, Cliff Kingsbury, I think saying all the right things, certainly more reserved than Joe Witt was. Uh, I think a lot of people pointed that out as well. And I think you see a little bit of his head coaching experience coming out as in, in his introductory press conference here with the media in DC, but it was good to meet, meet coach, coach Kingsbury uh, cliff. And it was good to get to know him just a little bit. Hopefully you've enjoyed it again. The, the, the press conference itself, very, very long. Can't share everything with you uh, here. So if you want to see the entirety of it, the Washington commanders have it up on their own YouTube website. I need to give credit to them for these videos that you saw the clips that you saw here today. And also WSA 9 has it up on their website and YouTube channel as well. So you can go see the entirety of the press conference if you want to. For now, I think for coming through here with me again, we got a bonus episode, Joe Witt Jr. Uh, press conference breakdown coming up on Saturday. And then Mock Draft Monday, we got Damian Parson of Locked On NFL Draft coming through to talk with us. In the meantime, if you got questions or comments, throw them in the YouTube comment section or text me directly as a Locked On Commanders insider. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders to get in on that fun. Don't forget to check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever 24-7 live streaming sports channel on YouTube. As always, thank you for making Locked On Commanders your first listener, your first view today and every day. Every dayers, thank you for coming through like you do. Until we speak again, please be safe, be kind, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.